let's hear now from R.W. Estella, since it is time for a word in Edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Given only a few moments to lose itself in thought, the human brain is capable of amazing little journeys, incremental traipses into distant realms not dissimilar to those of the mental traveler Victorian poet Matthew Arnold mentions. High noon this past Saturday provided such an instance. One of our members from the Penobscot River Whitewater Nationals Regatta Race Committee had organized an informal safety clinic, and accordingly, 10 paddlers met at Bennett Park in Old Town to review some fundamentals of swift water rescue. We warmed up by practicing a few tosses with throw bags, and then our flotilla of seven watercraft, three tandem canoes, three solo canoes, and a stand-up paddleboard launched onto the Penobscot River, initially paddling around the west side of French Island. At least one of us needed to play the role of rescuee, so I obliged. Soon I was in the water, and my boat was upside down. Clayton and Dan, in a tandem canoe, demonstrated how to save my canoe while I hung on to the end of a log that was part of one of the old cribs from log-driving days. The rest of the flotilla had gathered around to watch Clayton and Dan carefully work my upside-down canoe boat perpendicularly onto their boat, emptying my boat of water in the process. Then they righted my boat and slid it gently into the water alongside theirs so that the two vessels were gamming in the old nautical vernacular. My wetsuit bottom and poly top had helped me keep warm during the several minutes that I had left the crib and spent in the water next to the gamming boats, as the two rescuers wanted everyone to paddle up close for a good view of what was coming next, my re-entry, with their assistance, into my boat. During that time, while I was treading water and waiting for everyone to gather round, I did that mental traveler thing. Paul Hawken, an editor and project leader, has a new book out titled Drawdown, the most comprehensive plan ever proposed to reverse global warming. Somehow, bobbing in the flow of the Penobscot River at high noon on this sunny Saturday near where a hydroelectric dam existed until about four years ago, made me think of climate change and some of the interesting things Hawkins had mentioned in his book which presents several hundred preliminary options to reversing global warming. They include concepts still in development, such as marine permaculture, floating kelp forests to provide food, fertilizer, fiber, and biofuels, living buildings, and pasture cropping, planting annual crops in a living perennial pasture. The proposed solutions are numbered. Insulation, for example, is number 31. LED household lighting is number 33. Composting is number 60. Ride sharing is number 75. And net zero building is number 79. In the top 10 are reduced food waste at number 3, a plant-rich diet at number 4, educating girls and doing family planning, numbers 6 and 7 respectively. These perspectives especially please me because they do not waste any energy on persuading the ignorant that climate change needs much thought, and instead 
actively are engaging in positive measures to help reverse the effects of climate change. And then it was time for me to demonstrate how best to climb back into my boat and continue with the flotilla on down the Penobscot River. My handy metaphor this past Saturday morning for the river of life upon which we are all moving along. From Orono, Maine, here's to a great day. <laughs>